Hi, I'm Tracy. I'm April. And And this this is Killer Spirits. Episode 18. Episode 18. Yeah, bitches. We're here. <laughs> we're here. We're of age now. We're out here. We're drinking. We're talking. We're legal. What else are we doing? Well, I've been legal for years. <laughs> no, the show is legal. Oh, because it's 18. Yeah. We're 18. We're the le- now we're a legal show. Let's see what you're saying. <laughs> you're so funny. Uh, <laughs> now you can date us in any state. Oh my gosh, you can date our show. Come date our show. I can't wear those. What are you trying to do? I was trying to, I have these blue light glasses because my eyes have been bothering me. Oh. Um, so I was trying to put them on, but these headphones are tight as fuck. Okay. So I can't wear them with the headphones. <laughs> so I'm just Actually, like, we need new it, headphones. I'll just burn my eyes. Yeah. It's fine. Does anyone want to sponsor us for new headphones? Because mm-hmm. every time I take these off, I'm like, my head is going to explode. Yes. They're too tight. They are. Who ordered these? I did. Oh, I know. I think it's me. <laughs> I Are thought you it sure? was me. I don't know. I one think I told us. you which one's to order. Oh, then this is your well, fault. Well, they're like, you know, cheap. We had to buy like a shitload of equipment. Yeah. If you're starting a podcast, it's not. It's it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. But we've learned a lot. That's for sure. We did. Yeah. So how's your week been? Good, I think. Yeah. It's raining. It's been kind of quiet. Yeah. I kind of like the rain. Me too. Kind of just makes you feel like you should be inside instead of like you're forced to be inside. That's right. It's like, oh, hey, I'm inside and it's raining and I'm going to read a book. I like to open the window and keep the heater on. Yeah. And, you know. Get under the heated blanket. Exactly. I know. But Um, my allergies are really bad when it rains. Oh, it is. Which I guess is supposed to be the opposite. But I get massive headaches. Maybe it's the pressure. I don't know. I get really bad headaches. Under pressure. Is that you? I'm really excited about our episode today. Are you? Yeah, because I'm really excited about the drink that I made. It's something different. I used a different alcohol than I've ever tried. Never even heard of it. Never heard of it. Had to look up how to say it. Mm-hmm. So I love learning new things. And I'm sure, um, I don't know if we have any Brazilian listeners, but if we do, you're probably rolling your eyes and be like, la, la, la. Everybody we drink that every day. I, every day. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. They might. Um, but hey, I never knew about it. And so we... Did a little testings here and there. Do you want me to talk about it? Yeah, go. Okay. So Go right ahead. Go right ahead. I'm going to tell you about it. <laughs> okay. I'm also Scottish today. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and that reminds me, my 23andMe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I am Scottish. Yeah, I'm Scottish and I'm Finnish, which I'm sorry. I wish we had Finn li- listeners because your country is so fucking awesome. Shout out Finland. I, and I love... The police procedurals coming from Finland. I'm obsessed with them. What does that mean? What do you mean? What does that mean? They're like crime dramas. They're TV shows. Mm. They have great TV. I've watched multiple of them. I mean, they're in, um, you know, you got to read the, what you call it? What are those things called? That pop up on the screen that have words on them? Oh, the subtitles. Thank you. Why could I not think of those? Is that because they speak another language or they're just hard to understand? Oh, no, they speak another language. They speak Finnish. Yeah. 
And it's a, I think it's a beautiful language. That's but cool. Anyway, I'm in love with it. And I was so excited when I saw that I was finished. I was like, what the fuck? Now we have to go. Now we have to go. Put it on the list. Yeah. I'm only from England, so we only need to go one place for me. But you had a few. Eh, not really. Oh. Well, I think I had Mostly Manchester, Irish. England. So if you are yeah. from Manchester, England, we're probably related. <laughs> um, definitely England, too, because we are kind of related. Yeah. No, we are literally related. We are literally related. <laughs> uh, 23 related. and Me actually solidified this oh, for us because it was kind of a joke where I'm like, oh, we're going to see if we're truly oh. related. What's going on in the family? <laughs> but our family did not lie to us. No. We look too much alike. <laughs> That's true. We, we do. Yeah. So that was kind of fun to see all that. Um, and... Yeah, that was the only really surprising thing is that I saw that I was finished. Oh, yeah. And I was like, that is so awesome. And then I guess as uh, time goes on, you get you might get extra stuff. Depends on the algorithm is what I read. Is that what you mean? Yeah, like as more people turn in their DNA and say stuff. Yeah, because I mean, you could say that you're Swedish, which you probably are. Like, say your people came from Sweden, but those... You know, before that, they were from Finland and they because they're right Right. next to each other. Yeah. So it's really hard to narrow down, you know, especially now where your ancestors and where your, you know, DNA came from. I'm talking like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. (laughs) You're like, excuse me. So I almost said a gynecologist. I am a genealogist. (laughs) I almost said, excuse me. (laughs) Excuse me. I'm a genealogist. Um, here we are. We just had some uh, momentary issues with our equipment. It didn't have anything to do with me saying gynecologist genealogist. It didn't, but it scared me to death because it was like this huge popping in my ear. But anyway, today... I think we were visited by ghosts, guys. It might be. I think it's time for a ghost episode. I agree. I need a break from some of I this I need to wildness. do a little something less violent. <laughs> yeah. I feel like really sucked in yeah so hey we would like your ideas but anyway email us back to uh the actual drink drink drink. that i got completely sidetracked on which is very good by the way it is actually good and we did try a few variations thereof so this alcohol that is the most um popular in brazil is called cachaça and it's actually spelled c-a-c-h-a-c-a if you want to go try it and, and one of the A's has a little doobly doo on the top. No, it's, it's not one a, of the C's has a doobly doo on the bottom. Oh. <laughs> the only one I know that it's called is a Tilly, and that's like the Enya sign, like the over the N. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what that one's called. You don't know what this doobly doo is called? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why do you always have to bring up something that I should have looked up? <laughs> what? I, didn't I don't look know. it up. But anyway, it is uh, Kashasa. Mm-hmm. And I had to look up how to say it because I was saying. Kasasha. No, I was saying like Kachaka or, Um, you know, like a stupid white girl. I was saying it totally wrong. No, actually, that makes sort of makes sense. Yeah. Because in Spanish, you think like you say things phonetically, but they speak Portuguese. Yeah. This is Portuguese. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it is really cool. I'd never tried it. And it's not that expensive. I think the bottle was $20. It's a very interesting flavor. It's very interesting. So I will say this. Um, it is a very strong flavor profile, and the scent kind of reminds me of anise or black licorice, with which I'm not a huge fan of, or I'm not actually, I fucking hate it. So <laughs> I don't know why I would say I'm not a huge fan. I don't like it at Literally all. Literally detest it. Um, so that was the first thing I smelled when I opened it. I was like, uh, I don't know, but you know, I like to try new things. Mm-hmm. So we did mix the first drink with two ounces and then realized we should make it one ounce. Yeah, she's like, what is this weird flavor I'm getting in here? I'm like, I think it's just it's the 
drink. It's literally the alcohol, yeah. Tracy. <laughs> so, but you can, you know, maybe you are used to cachaça and you could, you know, have as much as you want. So this is just new for me, but I'm going to tell you the drink. It is called Killer Petey. Not Stinky Petey, which Not I was called. Not Stinky Petey. What the heck? <laughs> I don't know. It's Killer Petey. So yeah. based on our story, which I know nothing about. I'm actually blind on this one. So oh, okay. That's why I'm kind of excited about it. So I'm going to tell you how to make it. We used... Okay. Let me get my recipe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get totally your, forgot. Get your Blue's Clues notebook. Okay. This is for one drink. So one ounce cachaça, and it's clear. Um, it looks, it's kind of like, they call it the white rum of Brazil. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you about it first before I tell you the drink. So cachaça is actually made from fermented sugar cane and not molasses, like regular rum. So that's how this is different. And it is the most popular spirit among distilled alcoholic beverages in Brazil. And so there's this whole history behind it. You could look it up. You literally can find it on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> but it is kind of interesting why they started using sugarcane liquor instead of the molasses liquor. Um, and cachaça can only be produced in Brazil. Oh, that's interesting. So if you get cachaça, it's it's kind of like when you get champagne, it's from France. France. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just sparkling wine. Right. <laughs> or or sparkling. Prosecco. Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, or Prosecco is, yeah, in Italy. So Italia. Italia. So our drink is one ounce cachaça, one ounce amaretto, one ounce lemon juice. You could use lime juice too. One ounce of, actually, did we use two ounce? Oh, I used one ounce. Yeah. Yeah. I used about one ounce. It could be a little bit under one ounce of maple syrup. Because it's pretty sweet. Yeah. It definitely needs a little bit of sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. Or you can use brown sugar simple syrup. And all you would do is take two parts brown sugar with one part water. And you would boil it. So that was how you make that. And it's delicious. We decided it needed a little extra something other than just simple syrup, mm-hmm. which we tried from yeah, the Yeah, the simple is like too, like it's sweet, but it doesn't have any flavor profile. Yeah, it needed a little. The maple syrup's really good in it. Yeah, we tried it both with like the brown really sugar. Good. I kind of like the maple syrup better, mm-hmm. honestly. And then after you shake that all up in your shaker with your iceage, you put some Prosecco on the top. And I want to say, what do we put? Half a cup? Prosecco? Yeah, maybe like three ounces. Yeah. It wasn't a ton, but you can do it to your own liking. And the sweetness with the cachaça flavor and the little bit of the bubbly, it actually turned out really great. Very good. And we did definitely test a few. (laughs) (laughs) Which we needed to do. But yeah, I like it. I'm excited to try something new. You know, because sometimes you use the same alcohols over and over. And yeah. You're like, Here's some more vodka. Here's some more (laughs) rum. And it's We actually don't hardly ever use vodka. Oh, that's true. We don't. In our cocktails. Interesting. Maybe we should. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I like this one. So this is the Killer Petey. Killer Petey. You can see pictures of it if you go to our Instagram. At Killer Spirits Pod. Yeah. And we also have little videos of us making our, well, we have full videos of us making the drink on our Patreon, but you can go to TikTok and see just a little blip do <laughs> The TikTok ones I made are fun. They are actually really I remade fun. the Dark Tide. Yeah, so go on there and check it out. Because it was the only one I felt like making. Killer Spirits Pod? Yes. Yeah. So you can find us on TikTok. Go down the TikTok rabbit hole. (laughs) (laughs) It's so fun. So, all right. So how about your story? Ooh. I'm ready. (laughs) All right. Ready, 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 ready. I want to hear about Stinky Petey. So. (laughs) Killer Petey? And actually, I think they pronounce his name Killer Petey? 
Oh, killer petty. So it's spelled Petey. But that's not how they say it. I think they say it petty. But I'm going to say Petey. Because that's what I like. <laughs> I feel like I can't take him seriously if you say Petey. Well, like, I'm Petty gonna call sounds him. scary. So for the most part, I'm going to call him Pedro because that's his name. Oh, I could see why. Okay, so killer petty. That makes way more sense. Like yeah. Pedro Petty. Yeah. Okay. So Pedro Rodriguez Filho. His AKAs were Padrino Matador, which roughly translates to Little Pedro the Killer. Oh, I like it. And Killer Petty. He was born July 17th, 1954, which makes him 66 years old today. He is still alive. Mm. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, Pedro was born on a farm in Brazil. He was first affected by violence before even being born. So his father... Kicked his mother in the stomach while she was pregnant. Oh, God. Which caused a bruise on his skull. Jeez. Um, I can't imagine the violence stopped once he was born, as I would assume a piece of shit that would do that um, isn't afraid to take it to the limit when it comes to violence. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, we know that the, you know, violence against women while pregnant is really high. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I know that. Yeah, it is. Hmm. It's very sad. That's sad. Um, there isn't much information about Pedro's early childhood years, but I would gather he was physically abused. Oh, as was his mother. Yeah. Um, Pedro said, has said, because he'd been interviewed many times, um, he first wanted to take a life at age 13. He was in a fight with an older cousin of his, and he pushed him into a sugarcane press, almost killing him. Oh, my God. (laughs) So a sugarcane press... Which I guess kind of ties into our... I was going to say. Yeah. Um, drink here. Uh, sugar cane press looks like a huge old-timey contraption that squishes the cane poles between two rotating bars. Like, it's fucking huge. And you, like, feed the poles through these two, like, rolling things. Like, can you imagine if you pushed a body in there? I like how you're showing me and no one can see. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Her hands are coming together. Like, I mean, is, is it kind of like when you put it like a wood chipper? It's like a pasta roller. Oh, okay. I can see that. Yeah. Where the two things Thanks. roll yeah. together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He tried to push cousin in there. So what happened? He didn't get, he didn't. He didn't it. die. His cousin made it out alive. But oh he recalls gosh. that as the first time he wanted to kill somebody. Jeez. At age 13. I was just like, you know, hoping to talk to a boy at 13. No. Actually, I had a hard time talking to anyone, not just boys. <laughs> Let alone pushing your cousin. <laughs> Let alone a, all that violent yeah. stuff. Um, Pedro's first murder was actually committed when he was 14. Oh, my goodness. He killed the town's vice mayor. So. Way to start small. <laughs> yeah. Like, way to not make a point with your yeah, first one. exactly. Um, the vice mayor had fired Pedro's father, who was working as a school security guard, um, because he allegedly stole food oh, from no. the school. But were they so, hungry? <sighs> I don't know. Oh, uh, Pedro's father claimed innocence, and but Pedro could not let the injustice go. He was like, "No, you don't get fired if you're innocent for something," because his dad said he didn't do it. Wow. So Pedro shot the vice mayor in front of city hall with his grandfather's shotgun. Oh my goodness! And to tie up loose ends, Pedro then murdered the other school guard who was the actual food thief. So he killed two people at fourteen. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's, how do, I wonder how he found out who the actual thief was. I don't know. Interesting. Maybe his dad was lying. 
I have no idea. <laughs> Dad's like, I didn't do it. That guy did it. Right. And then your 14-year-old goes and kills him. Yeah. Um, so this is where shit kind of starts to get crazy. As you can tell by the nature of the first and second murders, he's into vigilante justice. Mm, yeah. Which is why he's referred to as the Dexter of Brazil. Oh, my favorite show. And for those of you who haven't seen Dexter and are living under a rock, first of all, <laughs> get your life together. Also, the context is a law enforcement employee tracks down criminals who aren't prosecuted in the courts and kills them themselves. Maybe they are prosecuted in the courts. Maybe. I don't know. I watched like one season. Of Dexter? Yeah. He's a vigilante murderer is my point. Oh, you only watched one season? Yeah. I didn't watch okay, it no. Far. So Dexter is like the best show that ever was. <laughs> it's my very favorite show. My cat is named after this show. That's why I left it blank because I knew you'd talk about I'll it. fill that yeah. in. Okay. So what's so cool about Dexter, though, is he's actually a blood splatter analy- That's what analyst. That's Yeah. And so he has, and his sister is the homicide detective. But yeah, no, he definitely had, you know, serial killer tendencies, but his adopted father growing up wanted to channel that instead of like taking him and being like, I'm going to put you away. He wanted to channel it into, and that something good was killing bad guys. So you want to kill people? Okay. Kill people. But Just I make mean, sure it's the right there's people. way more to the show than that because like I it's said, like a billion two seasons long. It is not. It's like not long enough. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I think I watched more than one season. I think I watched till the third and then it lost no. me. Oh, I was never lost. Though, I mean, people talk about the last episode, but we're not going to go into that. But Don't say the last episode. No, but I, I think they're doing a revise. Oh. Like, I mean, they're having another, another season. So, anyway, I digress. Continue, I April. will say <laughs> there are differences between Dexter and Pedro. I'll get to those towards the end. Oh, okay. When we talk about his psychology. Oh. Because it's not quite the same. Okay. Although, I mean, some of the boxes are checked. He, I think that his psychology is just not the same. Interesting. Um. So, yeah, he's somebody who, air quotes, kills for good. Okay. So In I, his mind. Yes. <laughs> he's justifying it that yeah. way. Um, so, after the murder of the mayor and the school guard, he fled law enforcement and went to Mogi... Moji da Cruzes in San Paolo. When he got there, he killed a couple of drug dealers and participated in some burglaries of drug dens. Because, mm. you know, new town, running from the law. He's 14. He's oh got to get some fast cash, right? So young, yeah. So young. Um, so he did that. But in the meantime, he also fell in love with oh. his girlfriend, Maria Olympia. She was pregnant with his baby. And her and her baby were unfortunately executed by Pedro's rival gang members. Okay, wait. How old is he now? 14. <laughs> she was pregnant with his baby at 14. 14. Yes. He lived a life before he was even an I adult. I was going to say, this is insane. Yeah. He lived an entire life. Okay, so he was in a gang, and then his rival gang killed his girlfriend and his unborn child. Yes. Ugh. So as you can imagine, oh, he, he shoots pissed. people for firing his dad. So... You killed his girl and his baby. So um, his next crime spree was fueled by her and her baby's untimely death. And he wanted to find out who killed her. And he was like a take no prisoners type of person. Um, He put together a gang and he would torture and kill several rival gang members in the pursuit of her killer. Pedro even crashed a wedding with his gang members. 
with his soldiers, as they're called, mm. uh, leaving seven dead and 16 wounded. Although he may have never found out who is responsible for her death, he certainly made a statement to the community and his rivals. Because, like, I would not fuck with that guy. Yeah, I wouldn't fuck with that guy. No. And he's only 14. Like, that's frightening. Yes. So sometime after this, the, some of the timing is kind of vague, but still before he turned 18, he ended up in city jail. He wasn't arrested, though. So there's a reason why he went to city jail, and I don't. he wasn't arrested, because he didn't get okay. arrested until years later. Okay. Um, he had planned to be there because his father was there. His father was in jail? His father was in jail. Was this for the, the stealing incident? No. His father was in jail because his domestic abuse had finally gone too far, and he killed Pedro's mother. Oh, my gosh. So, of course, she was being abused all those years. Yes. And there's no fucking way that Pedro lets that one go. Family or not. Oh. You're fucked, dad. Yeah. So Pedro delivered 21 machete blows to his father, killing him. Okay, wait. His dad is in prison. His dad's in jail. His dad's in jail, but he somehow gets into jail with a machete. Yes. Okay. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe it's just kind of like a haphazard kind of jail thing. It's the 70s. Oh, Yeah. So I feel like when you say it's the 70s, just things just always make sense. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's the 70s. (laughs) So he delivered 21 machete blows to his father, killing him. He then ripped his father's heart out of his chest, took a bite and spit it out. This is according to his own words. My mouth is literally hanging open. Like. okay. so because of this, (laughs) he's categorized on his Wikipedia page as a cannibal, as well as a serial killer. <laughs> okay. Well, I, but well, he spit it out. I think you can tell that the bite out of the heart was symbolic and not for the purpose of actually eating people. That's what I was going to say. Like, I don't know if the definition of cannibal includes swallowing, but I think that's kind of a stretch. Yeah, we should look that up. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I mean, if he bit it off and like... And spit it on him. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the sound effect. There's like a picture. Somebody did like a drawing of it where he like really? has the heart in his hand. Oh, you have to post that it's one. like spitting on his dad. Oh, wow. Yeah. So his dad fucked up. So he was on his dad's side when he got fired, but this was, yeah. So his dad he's sounds like the, he was brutal. He's kind of just on the side of like justice. Yeah. Like he's not. It's not because you're a particular person. I mean, yes, he did obviously care for his mom and he did obviously care for his girlfriend or else he wouldn't have right, gone right. on rampages, right? Um, so he was actually finally arrested for the first time on May 24th, 1973. He's 19 by then. Wow. So I was thinking like the first time he's done all this shit. How was he not caught? Right. Um, well, it said that only about 10% of homicide cases are actually resolved in Brazil. Like 10% like now. So they just, it just doesn't get resolved. It doesn't register really. Like I feel like, I don't know if there's so many homicides or so little law enforcement. That's what I was going to say. It could just be that there's not enough resources. Probably. Yeah. Um, so, uh, that kind of makes me think that this sort of like vigilante justice or handling your own business wasn't all that uncommon. Hmm. Um, Besides the drugs and the gangs, I'm sure there's regular citizens were often handling their own issues without help or knowledge of law enforcement. Yeah. So they probably keep things pretty quiet. Yeah. 
Um, when he was arrested, he was handcuffed and put into a transport van with another prisoner to be moved to the prison. And by the time they arrived, the other prisoner in the van was dead. <laughs> okay. That took me a second to register. Yeah. In handcuffs, in a van with another guy who's also in handcuffs. Jeez. They get to the destination. They open the back of the van. The other guy's dead. He's kind of like a wild animal. And Pedro's just sitting there. Like, I killed this dude. And they're like, did you kill him? And he's like, fuck yeah, I killed him. Oh, wow. Uh, he found out he was a rapist. Oh, we found out the guy was a rapist. Yes. Oh, yeah. So he's like, yeah, I killed him. I did. So, hmm. uh, Pedro was sentenced to 126 years in prison for his crimes. So far, the only one I'm really upset about is the stealing one. <laughs> that he killed the mayor? Yeah. I mean, yeah. This is the thing with vigilantism. It's not a good thing. Yeah. He's not always good, though. Okay. I know. He doesn't You're not, always not kill for good. It, oh, okay. That's just how it starts. Okay, okay. So Pedro is sentenced to 126 years in prison for his crimes. Although in Brazil, you can only spend 30 years maximum in prison for your entire life. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's kind of, I think that was kind of Mexico. Remember when we talked about yes. how they, oh, they have a cap on it, but there's yes. no parole. Right. Um, there was a decree signed in 1934 for the criminally insane to be detained indefinitely in psychiatric facilities for treatment. However, Pedro was not criminally insane, and he was set to be released from prison in 2003. 30 years for your entire life? Yep. So, like, if you spend 30 years and they let you out and you kill more people, what happens? You can, they can put you in, but you can appeal and get out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, his sentence was extended to 2007 by the courts because of his activity in prison. So that's a little extension. And he eventually appealed that and then got released in 2007. So he only did four additional years for... He killed a lot of people. Are you going to tell me about his activities yes. in prison? Oh, good. Just kind of vaguely. <laughs> okay. Because we are not going to go through every person because there was a lot. Oh, geez. He was very active in prison. His solution <laughs> to any problem was just to murder people. Um, he killed several of his cellmates, one for snoring too much, and the other because he, quote, didn't like his face. Oh. <laughs> he was kind of a legend in prison. Uh, he was once attacked by five prisoners at once, and he killed three of them and chased away the remaining two. Oh, wow. Um, so he was like, by his stature, you would not think this is like a really... Like he's kind of scrappy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's like kind of slim, like not very tall. Yeah. But I don't know. Just looks like punch. a regular dude, I guess. Yeah. Um, it said that he's killed up to 100 people, many of them in prison. Mm. At one time, he had a tattoo on his left arm that said, I kill for pleasure. No. Which he has since had covered. Oh, okay. Um, the interesting thing about him uh, is that I guess you could call him a psychopath a person who has no remorse or compassion for others, but psychopaths don't develop affection for others. So he clearly loved his mother and his girlfriend. Yeah, true. Or else he wouldn't have sought to avenge their deaths in such a brutal way. True. I mean, he ripped out his dad's fucking heart. That's yeah. something, you know, that's like a deep pain. Unless you're seeing it more like this is my property. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a psychiatrist, so I'm just the armchair podcaster. Right. <laughs> Um, an expert in an expert report written in 1982 while he was still in prison, um, it said the greatest motivation of his life was the violent affirmation of oneself. They diagnosed him as a paranoid and antisocial character. Mm. So I read a study called the 
Explanatory Model of Violent Behavior, Self-Concept, and Empathy in School Children, which was published in 2019, which explored victimization and violence between school-age children, which he was yeah. when he started this. Mm-hmm. Um, so firstly, I looked into what is self-concept. Self-concept is our individual perceptions of our own behavior, abilities, and unique characteristics, or a mental picture of who you are as a person. For example, I'm a good friend. Oh, I see. You're a good wife. How you see yourself. Right. Exactly. Your self Conceptualizing. Yes. Mm -hmm. So the main conclusions of this study are that the levels of self-concept and empathy represent protective factors against the development of violent and victimization behaviors in school children. So this means if your self-concept is positive, you are less likely to become violent and victimize others. Makes sense. But Pedro's self-concept was violent. Because that's how he was raised. Yes. Yeah. Um, Experiencing abuse and violence at an early age and internalizing the negative experiences through which he learned the process of violent behavior affected his Mm self-concept. Trauma. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Um, I think he was greatly affected by the violence he witnessed as a child and it doesn't appear, um, but it doesn't appear that he was a complete psychopath. Hurt people hurt people. It's a pretty simple concept. Yeah. Um, Again, I only play a doctor on this podcast. (laughs) So don't take me too seriously. Um, So after 34 years in prison, he was released on April 24th, 2007, but he wasn't free for long. In 2011, he was arrested at his home where he was acting as a caretaker. He was caring for someone and sentenced to eight years on charges of rioting and deprivation of liberty committed during his prior detainment. So I guess it took them four years to resentence him for the crimes he committed in prison. Did he complete his 30 years though? Yes. Oh, so he went back to prison until 2018. Oh, he hasn't been out very long. No, until his second release in 2018. So he's out now and he sort of speaks out against a life of crime and violence. He's kind of an old man, 66. Um, and even though he's covered in tattoos and looks scary as fuck, uh, he's realistic about his past and what violence does to you. And he now has a YouTube channel where he comments on crimes. So like, really? Yeah. He comments on like, but here's the thing. It's all in fucking Portuguese. So I can't understand any of it. Oh, um, I guess maybe subtitles I would be able to, but yeah, but I don't think there's subtitles on YouTube is there. Um, so he comments on crimes that happen. So I think it's kind of like a, not like a news commentary, but kind of like that. Wow. That's really interesting. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't able to pull much from that because Portuguese. Uh, but there was an interview that's in English <laughs> um, from about six months after his release. And I'll end with some excerpts of that interview. He said, uh, these are talking about the crime, like the crime commentary. Mm-hmm. He said, these are crimes without, which outrage us, filled with lies, and put, to, put an end to the happiness of a person. That young woman, he's talking about someone who got killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, why did the security guard do that to her? She has a family, a beautiful woman with a son. The devil makes the pot but forgets to make the lid. Everything eventually gets found out. His conviction came out of a pen found by the side of her body. After spending more than four decades in prison, Pedro also feels responsible for warning younger people on the risks of a life of crime. He says, crime is no joke. 
Many are entering this life because they see the branches, which are fame and money, and not the roots, which is prison and death. It's like the devil. What he gives with one hand, he takes away with the other. There are, there are many young people who enter this life, and when they want to get out, it's too late. Wow. Uh, when questioned if he killed more than 100 people, Pedro doesn't deny anything. He said, it might add up to that. Whenever I didn't kill anyone, I couldn't sleep. So, like, it bothered him so much he couldn't sleep. Hmm. Um, he claims not to regret the murders, but having entered a life of crime. So I think he kind of thinks of it as, like, I went down this path. That's what I do. Yeah. Um, and regret is not the same thing as empathy or compassion. No, not at all. Um, and regarding his future, the killer... Uh, dreams of a quiet life in which he can take care of a small farm in the middle of the woods, a place he likes so much. And he wants a little more. He says, I don't want people to know me by this name anymore. Leave Padrino Matador alone. When people call me, say, hey, Pedro. I get very happy. Mr. Pedro. That's mm. what he wants people to call him. I want to live the rest of my life I have in peace. Okay. So, I mean, it sounds like he's gotten out of prison and is doing some good things. I guess. Or trying to. And um, I read in the article that he's supposed to be doing a documentary. Really? This was in 2019. So I haven't seen anything about a documentary, but he has the, he has a friend that helps him with the YouTube videos. Okay. And has been his friend like through prison while he was in prison. Yeah. Um, so maybe they're working on a documentary. I don't know. He's writing something. So something will be in the future about Killer Petey. Maybe he'll go more into. I think he wants to be called Mr. Pedro now. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I think you said that yourself. Mr. Pedro. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. I think if. Um, Isn't that a wild story? It's very wild. And if he was in an American prison, he would never have gotten out. Oh, no. No, no. Yeah, that's, that, that's crazy. Yeah. Reformed or not. Sorry. No, not after continually killing hundred people. Well, and the thing is, in America, he wouldn't be able to access a hundred people. Ah, true. He'd never get to that number in prison. Yeah, I, I mean, I know nothing about Brazilian prisons, but for some reason, they seem scary to me. Yeah, I mean, scary. once you kill somebody who's your roommate, you don't get another roommate. They don't keep housing you with oh, people. Oh, you killed that one. Here's another one. No, they're like, hey, you're restricted. Hey, you're kind of like... You don't have people anymore. Yeah, you don't have people anymore. You only have guards and uniforms and you're in handcuffs all the time. Yeah. So I don't think he would have gotten to the number he got to. Wow. And it's weird to me that he seems so like blase, like, yeah, it might add up to that number. I mean, that's his life, though. Yeah. I mean... And especially if all the people he killed did something wrong. I mean, maybe he doesn't feel bad about it. Like, he's like, yeah. It didn't sound like he you're felt welcome. bad about it. It just felt like he felt bad about, like, being in crime. <laughs> right. <laughs> but not that I feel bad about murdering. It's like, it, it sounds the same as, like, you know, I took the trash out. Yeah. Why are you mad? Yeah. Kind of. I just took the trash out. I mean, that's kind of what he was trying to do, I think, in the beginning. Yeah. The problem is, is that not all people in prison are guilty <laughs> or in jail. Oh, no, not at all. No. So, yeah. I mean, especially if you just don't like someone's face. Yeah. You just snore too much. I'm like, um, there might yeah, be that's people who don't he, like my face. Yeah. It kind of <laughs> lost me. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I know in really. the beginning I was kind of rooting for him. Yeah. But, yeah, no, that was a little weird. Yeah. 
So, yeah, that is a wild story. That's the story of Mr. Pedro. Well, Mr. Pedro, I hope that you continue with your YouTube videos <laughs> and a life of no crime. I'm sure that they're interesting. I know. We should learn Portuguese. Fuck. We gotta learn all these things. I can't. I can't either. Just put subtitles Do we have there. any Brazilian friends that can translate for us? <laughs> we'll take that. Well, even so, um, I bet he's had some cachaça. Cachaça. God damn it. Cachaça. <laughs> Is it? Cachaça. Cachaça. Yeah. Yes. They probably make it in prison. Oh, hopefully not with one of those sugar cane things that he almost killed his cousin in. Dang. I wonder why he almost did that. I don't know. It just said they got in a fight. Yeah. I mean. And why are you next to it in the first place? I don't know. Maybe yeah. they were making their own. Maybe they're making their own cachaça. I just thought it was so like crazy that he can ripped his dad's heart out. That is very crazy. That's I actually brutal. find it more crazy that he impregnated someone at 14. Oh, not. No, <laughs> like, he had lived hell? literally an entire life before he was even not a baby. Not anymore. a baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's rough. Yeah. Well, I liked it. I liked your little story. Short story. I feel like we're. this is our little petite episode. Yeah. Petite killer spirits. Mm-hmm. We could do those. Maybe some people just like to listen to like 20 minutes. Yeah. Sometimes I skip over the ones that are like two hours. Oh, I'm like, do. I don't have time for that. See, and I love the ones that are two hours. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Sometimes, but not all the time. Yeah, it just depends. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. We'll tell you where you can find us. Yeah. If you have any ideas for future podcasts or drinks or you just want to say, what's up? What's up? Uh, you can email us at killerspiritspod at gmail.com or on Twitter at killerspirits or on Instagram at killerspiritspod. You can join us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash killerspirits. And we're also on TikTok at killerspiritspod. Yeah. And don't forget to rate and review. Oh, yeah. Rate and review yeah, us. Yeah, tell your friends about us. Do we have any new reads and reviews? I don't Probably. know. Probably. I, I feel I like I looked. haven't looked, but only if they're good. <laughs> and uh, welcome to our new listeners from... Why are you forgetting? Belgium? Bavaria? It was Bavaria. Yeah. What's up? Whoever's from Bavaria. Hi, that's so awesome. That's really cool. I know. We like to kind of see where you guys are. Yeah. Stalking you. Unless maybe it's like a... It doesn't really show where you are. No. Just so you guys know. No, that's not like that, you can drop a pin on like you. Like, that's crazy. It just says like, like what country. It just tells us what that's street it. you live on. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I mean, it's just your street number. So we go. <laughs> if we show up with our signs, Just pictures worry. of you and your family. <laughs> That'd be so that's crazy. That's funny. No, there's no names. It's just no, places. that's so funny. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.